Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Say it. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it. Say it again. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Well, not sexy, but real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. so much what's going on buddy all right yeah <laughs> you have no idea what you just heard no that sounds like a uh, footage of a helicopter <laughs> being shot down over vietnam <laughs> that's what i got on my oh i'm getting hyped up today i'm listening to uh old larry munson calls oh classic Probably don't know who larry munson is. yeah I know you're a big Larry Munson fan. Oh, big, huge, 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 huge munhead, man. Oh, Larry Munson was uh, the Georgia Bulldogs radio announcer for about 50 years, and that's who I grew up listening to. And uh, back in the day, what you do if you're a real diehard Georgia fan, you'd turn the game on the TV and then then put it on mute and turn the radio on and listen to Munson. And uh, that call right there was from Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker was a freshman. He was like 18 years old, just running over people, like literally just just dump trucking people. And he goes, ah, Herschel just driving with those big thighs. My God, a freshman. I always love that call. My God, a freshman. Because he was a, ph- a phenom. Like, mm-hmm. he was a true freshman. He came to Georgia, like, in 1980 and was just a, a men amongst boys and just dominated. And, and that call always uh, stuck with Georgia fans when he was just like, my God, a freshman. Like, can you believe it? And he was, uh, oh, man. Well, let me, let me play one more real quick. Let's do another one real quick. All right, let's sure, the audio's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> this is when they uh, when they won the Sugar Bowl. And he goes, uh, look at the sugar falling out of the sky. Here we go. As they curl over the ball, Georgia students and fans standing and roaring. 23, 22, 21, 
Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beauty right there. Anyway. All right, I'm okay now. I'll calm down. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just get t- a little this. Good. I'll just tell you right now, Dave. Um, uh-huh. Uh, not only do I not understand through audio quality, I don't understand through football terminology uh, either. <laughs> but this is great oh, listening. Uh, this is just great listening. Uh-huh. It is for me. For, it's 1 yeah, p.m. Not, I'm already Never mind drunk. the people tuning in to, to our yeah, show. That's all right. Who would like to hear like. a rebroadcast of some terrible audio of uh-huh. <laughs> some other guy yelling about football? Who wouldn't? If anybody's still oh. listening to this, we get on the episode now, we will not lose any listeners because they've already tuned out. That's okay. That's okay. I'm in a good mood today, buddy. If we were in person, you'd probably already be in a headlock, a loving headlock. That's good. Yeah, you in a good mood is a threat to the people around you. Uh-huh. That's how I show affection. It is. It's uh, it's, <laughs> it's dangerous. What are you doing, buddy? Well, let's talk about this good mood. You're in a good mood. Why? Yeah. Because the dogs are playing in uh, what what what's this? What's it called? It's the uh, the national championship game. End all. I, be all. I forgot what bull. Forgot what bowl it is. Uh, I don't really care. But they're playing in Indianapolis uh, today. Uh, as you're listening to this. This is going to be weird if if they lost, because this comes out the day after, yeah. and uh, hopefully, hopefully, my uh, celebratory mood is relevant and makes sense. But uh, yeah, I'm just stoked. They're they're in Indianapolis tonight playing in the the national title game, the college foot, basically the Super Bowl of college football. It's it's the the big mm. game. <clears throat> okay, and uh, they're playing uh, our dreaded. I, I got to be honest. I, I don't know if "rival" is the right word because Alabama has just kicked the shit out of us for years. But there are nemesis. Nemesis uh, rival. We I already think about similar similar phrasing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alabama's just. I'll admit, Alabama's great. They're a dynasty. They've won like uh, I think they've won six national titles in the last fifteen years or so. Like it seems like every other year they win the national title, and they already beat us once this year. About a month ago, we we met in the uh, Southeastern Conference Championship, we playing game, the SEC that Championship. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we we were in town. We were uh, a mile away when uh, they got beat by Alabama last time, and it's really. Not to bore people who don't give a shit about college football, oh, but it's, it's kind there. of a rare. <laughs> it's kind of a rare thing that um, two teams would play for the title when they've already played each other in the same season. But it's just the way it kind of worked out. Two best teams are from the same conference, the SEC, and uh, they both made it into the four-team playoff, and. Uh, we each won our respective first round game. Alabama beat. There was four teams that make it into the playoffs now, and uh, it was Alabama versus Cincinnati, Georgia versus Michigan. Alabama beat up on Cincinnati. Georgia beat the shit out of Michigan, and here we are with a rematch. And uh, it all comes down to this. And I'm so fucking psyched. And Georgia, just a little context. Georgia has not won the national title uh, in 41 years. Well, they won in 1980. Yeah, why get your hopes um, up now? <laughs> I, I'm not the in. person to talk to about any of this stuff. I'm a, just we, a, an we, asshole. We played, we we made it to the national title game four years ago 
uh, in the 2017 season. The game took place in 2018, you know, early January. Uh, but we played Alabama, and we were we were winning that game the whole game. And then they tied it up, and we went into overtime, and we lost in overtime in the national title game. And it was just such a heartbreaker. And I th- I'm pretty sure that was the only time we'd even been in the title game since we won in 1980. And uh, four years later, here we are, repeat of that. And hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully the uh, the outcome's different. So we'll see. But and and let me preface this by saying I know this is ridiculous for a 44 year old man to be drunk at 1 p.m. in anticipation not, of a, of a really. sports ball match played not by really. men half his age, but. Dude, I've had a rough couple weeks. I need some excitement. I'm fucking leaning sure, into it. I'm sure fucking psyched. You sure as shit do, buddy. You sure as shit do. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, r- real hyped, buddy. Uh, like I've said before, only two teams I really, really care about. Like, I, I, I like the Falcons. I like the Hawks being from Atlanta. But my two teams are the Atlanta Braves and the Georgia Bull- Bulldogs football team. And uh, as we know, Braves already won it all this year. And now uh, the dogs with a chance to really uh, complete this immaculate season for me. My two teams winning it all in the same year. So, oh, very exciting. Uh, th- now this is a uh, – I just saw a lot of chatter about uh, a football game last night mm-hmm. uh, with the Chargers Which and the game? Raiders. I don't know. What happened? Tell oh, me about yeah. what happened. Uh, both teams were basically um, winner of that game – squeaked into the playoffs. NFL's a little different where college college you have roughly about 150 teams that play division 1A football mm. and uh, at the end of the year the four best teams or the four highest ranked teams make it into a four team playoff. Uh NFL's a little different and then you got like 30 or 32 teams and then I think maybe um 8 or 10 of them make it to the playoffs and um both the Chargers and the Raiders were kind of right on the cusp. They needed to win that last game of the season to make it into the playoffs, and the the Raiders won in overtime. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Now That's what it was. Okay, beat, I just uh, wanted people were going nuts about it. I figure it was because of, like on Twitter, I follow a lot of L.A. folks, so they were. Uh... Yeah, yeah, the Chargers, and I think so. The Chargers are out, but I think the Rams made it in. L.A. has two teams now: the Chargers and the Rams. But I think the Rams are in the playoffs, but the Chargers got eliminated. And uh, don't really give a shit about either one of those. I've tried. I've been in L.A. now. Come March will be ten years, and uh, I've tried to adopt some of the L.A. teams. But I kind of like the Rams because their quarterback is Matthew Stafford, who played at Georgia. But, uh, you know, I've tried to get on the Dodgers bandwagon just as like a, a secondary alternate team from my Braves. Mm-hmm. Try to get on the Dodgers. Try to get on the – I just – it's just not in my heart. I just don't give a shit. And I know that's annoying to like natives. Like I would be annoyed if, you know, when if I still lived in Atlanta and you got carpetbaggers coming down and – not well, really caring about our teams, but that's that's it is what it is. I can't fake it, you know. I don't give a shit. Rams only uh, only NFL game I've ever been to, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. only and only the second mm-hmm. football game I've ever been to. I went to a yeah, we went to that together. Mm-hmm. What was the first oh, game you right. went yeah. to? I uh, went to see ASU versus USC, maybe. Okay, which that Arizona one I think State I talked versus... about. That I didn't know. My buddy went to whichever whichever um. Universities in Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I don't know which one of that. Uh, yeah, he, Arizona State or University of Arizona. And I, I did. Know. This was like this was like not long after I got to LA, and it was a buddy from Addison who I knew who had gone to Arizona for school. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, we'll go to this college football game, and we were, we were 
like just gone, just departed at 10 a.m. Just <laughs> that's how you do it. Departed yeah. from sobriety. And yeah. uh, we were sitting in the section for like for the Arizona fans, and I was rooting for them because mm-hmm. I was with my buddy, but then they started losing, so I just started rooting for the other team. Because <laughs> I I just want to be with the winners. I have no, I don't yeah. care. I, that's how yeah, I enjoy the sport. Shit. I pick neither side, mm-hmm. and I leave every game happy. <laughs> I'm a mercenary. I'm just like Boba Fett, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that reference makes sense. I'm just hired. I'm hired yeah. to cheer. I don't know either. Um, yeah, that's how it is in college. Like uh, a lot of co- with college, usually you'll have a for East Coast time. You'll have a, a, a lot of the games are at noon, yeah. and a lot of the games are at three, three or three thirty. So back when I was living in Athens, uh, a noon kick, and I lived with like three other dudes that were like hard. Two of them played at at Georgia like the year before, and anyway, it was a big football house. Me and three other dudes, and on a noon kickoff. Those dudes would start drinking at like eight in the morning, like oh shit, game kickoffs four or five hours away. Let's get it going. Tailgating is just such a big part of like college football culture that uh, you got an early game. That means you start drinking early. So that's what I'm doing today. Well, I dig it, man. <laughs> I'm into it, and I'm, what you I'm, do? Root, I'm rooting for you. I'm, Thank you, buddy. It's very exciting. I, I'm doing the opposite. I, I'm just looking at medical yeah. billing here from my appendectomy. <laughs> That's, that's my big day. <laughs> Go, oh. Going over an itemized, oh. itemized bill for my appendectomy. Uh, your insurance going to take care of most of that? Uh, fortunately, yeah, but uh, I'm still I'm still on the ropes for a couple grand on it. Mm, really? Know? Oh yeah, man. Man, that sucks. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's uh pretty interesting. Man, American healthcare and th- you know what? What's the- th- thank God I can pay this. Yeah. Because so my appendectomy, <clears throat> let's go over that. You're, you want conspiracy theories? Let's talk about American mm-hmm. health care. Um, I have a – first off, you get bills from all over the place because, sure, why wouldn't, the, why wouldn't it all be on one bill? So I have a bill from a – I guess this is just for just the surgeon himself – uh, for a couple thousand dollars, jeez, and that's from one that's from one place. Mm-hmm. Now I have a bill from another place, which I guess is the hospital. So this is the, I got a bill from the doctor who works at a clinic. He doesn't work at a hospital or the surgeon. I didn't know that. So then I got a bill from the hospital. That one's uh, was originally t- about twenty five thousand dollars. Whoa! Uh, so, hey, and that's I have insurance, so I'm paying like ten percent of that. Imagine people that don't have insurance. Up oh, this ten percent still seems high if you're paying insurance premiums every month. What do I know? That just still- but, well, again, you want to dig into uh, how much of a for how, how much of a scam a for profit healthcare country is. <clears throat> yeah, you pay for insurance. You pay you you pay for your insurance, and I have it through Screen Actors Guild for now. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer Screen Actor, so I don't know how long that lasts. Thank God I had it now. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's uh, so. And make it confusing. Let's make sure to make it confusing. So again, here's a two thousand dollar bill for a surgeon at one place who came to this hospital. 
Yet I still have an operating room charge of $10,000. Whoa. And you were uh, there, what, 24 hours? uh, I went in about 10 at night. I was home about 2 the next day, 2 p.m. the next day. Oh, barely 16 hours. Good God. Yeah, so I'm confused. So, like, I went to the emergency room. That was $3,600. But this is where I didn't understand. Like, what did they do at the emergency room? Because all they did, they checked me in at the emergency room, and then I sat in the waiting room until they put me into, uh, like, a, like, a, like a, an actual bed. But then the actual Jeez. bed, wouldn't that be under these... It's wild, man. It's a wild, uh, fucked up shit system. I'll say that, and I'm incredibly grateful that I somehow am on the lucky side of having insurance through a union and can pay for. It. But there's like it, this: this medical debt ruins people's lives. Yeah, yeah. It destroys people's lives. This is a this is a first world country. We're calling ourselves a first yeah. world country. And if yeah. you get sick without insurance, you you could be in debt. On top of the, imagine your student loans that you got to go to college to get a job, and then you don't get to get a job, but you have to pay those back. Imagine getting sick and having student loans; your fucking life's over. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, cool, I experienced that. Cool. My stuff. whole <laughs> my whole childhood, I experienced that. My dad made a decent living, but so much of his income. Mm-hmm. Went to pay for all my mom's medical bills. My mom's had like twenty-seven surgeries. Damn. You know, being a—we've talked about that. Being a paraplegic, being in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. just one problem leads to another. My whole childhood, my mom was in and out of the hospital, and I didn't really understand. You know, but my dad was always like, "Geez, these bills!" Like, you know, yeah. you could never get a leg up. And she—they had insurance too, just like you're talking about, but still had to fork out just tons of money. But yeah, think about—I mean, th- this is from one little oopsie. My, it didn't even burst. Mm-hmm. And this is a. $2,200 charge mm-hmm. for having good, decent insurance, I think. Yeah. Now, and I can only yeah, imagine think- in a position like your parents were in with having recurring health problems. Yeah. So. First time I went, uh, first time I had a um, um, kidney stone, I went to the ER with no insurance, mm-hmm. uh, $6,000. And uh, put it on a payment plan, paid, off, paid it off in like eight years. <laughs> It's like I if I can give you a hundred bucks a month, that's about all I can do. Yeah, I think I was uh, about it was like six or seven hundred bucks for five stitches. Jeez. When yeah, I look back, I'm like, up. I probably didn't need stitches. <laughs> I probably could have handled it. You can mm-hmm. you can crazy glue that stuff together if you need to. Oh man. Uh but yeah, so that's uh, anyway, that's not a fun thing to talk about. But uh that's if you really want to look at the real conspiracy, like just who. I mean, I this is where I get caught going off on the fact that like like China has fucking internment camps right now, mm-hmm. but they make all our stuff, so nobody's really. Do they really them. have? They really have internment camps. Yeah, they're there's the 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 Muslims that are I believe it's is it in the western part of the country. And they're just, I mean, that's the, the stuff that I'm clicking on. Now, granted, I'm getting my information from the internet, so fucking grain of salt, right? But there is some supremely shady shit that goes on routinely. 
mm-hmm. over there. The one, like the one tennis star that like was accused accused people of sexual abuse, and she just disappeared. They just disappear people all the time that speak up against the government. I didn't know about that story. Yeah, she was like supposed to play in some. Ten- they they pulled. I forget who it was. I think they pulled all the participants from doing this tournament. Listen to me talk about this with half truths and misheard information, but. Uh, Tennis. Let's look up Chinese tennis. Um, here we go. Here, this is NPR. Let's go. To this uh, tennis star Peng Shuai says her accusations of sexual assault have been misunderstood. Okay, she took to social media to uh, accuse a Communist Party official of sexual assault. Uh, but then, in an interview later on, after she was missing and nobody heard from her. Uh, she came out to say, oh, I never said anything about somebody sexually assaulting me. Mm. So it seems like uh, somebody got to her. Jeez. Uh, and now she's gone. No, no, now she's back and saying that that she, oh, she, that okay. she was misunderstood. Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, but, the yeah, the WTA, I'm assuming that's Women's, Women's Tennis Association, has uh, suspended, where did it say, uh, suspending all tournaments in China as, as a result of uh, the attempt to censor this tennis player. So the Women's Tennis Association is uh, taking a more ethical stance hmm. on China than, uh, but yeah, fuck, man, we need these iPhones, right? Yeah. Anyway, cool, fun stuff. Don't want to ruin your day. Don't want to ruin your midday buzz. <laughs> I was just thinking about your uh, your new bit in the new hour about the iPhones and the fingerprints. Oh man! <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's like I, 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 just just like anything else, like everybody bitching about Jeff Bezos, this fucking jerk going to space. Stop buying shit from Amazon. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It is not mm-hmm. fucking hard. You did it. Four years ago, you did it. Four years ago, you got off your ass, you went to the store, or you find it elsewhere online. Yeah. And then some, yeah, some edgelord had to get on me one time where I'm like, stop buying shit from me. He's like, well, a lot of independent sellers use Amazon, so if you boycott Amazon, you're boycotting. I'm like, find the thing you like on Amazon. Look up who makes it. If it's an independent mm-hmm. seller, they might have another avenue, maybe their own website to sell shit for, through. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, what are we talking about today, Dave? What am, what am I getting angry about? I had Burmese, I had Burmese food last night. Here's here's one. We went to get what? Burmese food last night, and the restaurant had robots in it. Dave, this is. I don't even know where Burma is. Where's Burma? Well, what is that? Apparently, it's a close to where they make robots. Um, Burma. What kind of food do they have in Burma? It's it was a uh, it's similar. To Indian cuisine, we had some okra, Ooh. okra vegetable curry. Rachel Ooh, had like a, a chicken curry. Yeah, let's let's well let's first let's get our geography correct and look up Burma. Let's do that, Dave. Burma. I know I know mission of Burma, Myanmar. but I don't know Burma. Myanmar. Myanmar. It is oh, Myanmar. Right. You probably know it is Burma, but yeah, you know it is Myanmar. It okay. is uh, uh, between Thailand and Bangladesh. Or Bangladesh okay. is a city. No, it's a country. Wow, let's learn. Let's learn in front of the public and just show people how stupid <laughs> we really are. Um, 
It is just it is just west of Thailand and Laos. It is southwest of China. Um, and then it is uh, what are these? So are you Japanese or are you Chinese? It's hard. You know what? I'm learning a lot. Bangladesh is its own country. But then I'm uh, yeah. So anyway, so it's tucked in there. So it's got some, uh, you know, some Asian flavors in it, some Indian flavors in it, and, uh, you know. Uh, it's It was good food, but they had these little robots. So you walk in. And you check in with a person, and they're like, no. And it's a small restaurant. It was not necessary. She could have pointed, like, you're going to sit mm-hmm. at that table. But then we followed mm-hmm. a little, like a, like a tall Roomba <laughs> over to our table. And then we'd order through a person. So the robot mm-hmm. escorted you to your table. Yeah. It was a mobile robot. Yeah. And it's got, like, yeah. It's, wow. it's, it's like, it's like it's, it looks like, um, like a little bakery tray or something, because it's got shelves on it. Because then they would put the food on it from the kitchen. Again, it's a very small restaurant, but they'd wow. put the food on it, and then it would come to our table with our food. And the employees huh. did not seem uh, entertained by that. Like, and it was hard to deal with because like, you're looking at it like, oh, they make them cute. They make they put a little screen on it, so it's got little blinky, fun kind of eyeballs but like animation style cute eyes blinking and smiling at you but this is actively this is the future this is like you have to work alongside the things that are going to take your jobs that's weird dude and then i'm like do they get are people tipping less because robots brought their food from the kitchen great point yeah i can't see like that nobody there seemed okay with it maybe it's but I don't know, maybe because it was a Sunday night, they were done with the weekend, whatever. but we watched one robot. It was like such a mix of like, first off, we got a, a salad that was like you had to hand toss it yourself. I was like, oh, we include these gloves so you could toss, called a rainbow salad. It was very good. What? It was, what, a, but what? It had like rice they and noodles. No, that's the thing. A robot brought us a salad that we had to toss ourselves. I don't like that. Like Rachel thought it was part of the experience. She had fun. She put the gloves on, got her hands in there, got salad all over the damn table. Well, see, and that's how they get you. Oh, it's part of the experience. Oh, really? Or am I just doing a job that you should do? Well, it's an experience. I, I, because it was one of those, it had like rice and noodles. It had like hot elements and cold elements. But I just mm. thought that just the juxtaposition of having a robot bring you a salad that you had to toss yourself was a little wild. But then yeah. we're looking back in the hallway, and there's one robot, like the the busboy robot or what have you, or the bus bot, <laughs> kind of waiting in the hallway. But it's got a little it's got a little blinky screen on it, so it's like blinking and smiling. Meanwhile, we look to the right, and there's a dude in the kitchen having a hard time opening a tin can with a fork. And I'm like, maybe they need the robots. I don't know. It was a whole thing, dude. And it seemed they made it look cute and novel right now, but that's the future. Wow. Robots coming to get you. At a Burmese restaurant, no less. Yeah. Good food, by the way. Top top Burmese. Similar to Indian, you say? It's got, I mean, now looking at it on a map, where the location of uh, Myanmar, Myanmar. You could see that how the surrounding areas influenced uh, 
the cuisine. But tasty stuff, man. I'll I tell you eat, that. I could eat Indian food every day and not get bored of it. I mean, I love Indian food so much. If you like Chinese food and Thai food and Indian food, that's what's surrounding this area, and all that kind of informs their own flavors. And I had like a beet, a beet and honey drink that was good. Really? Yeah, it was, you know what? It was, it was exciting because it was like, um, it's not your everyday flavors. Like, like I don't know what if you yeah. sometimes you're like, I just want to eat something different. You know? Yeah. I want a, I want a new taste. Mm-hmm. Find yourself some Burmese food, Dave. It's familiar but new. Watch out for those beets. Uh, the next day, you'll think that you have colon cancer. I made that mistake with beets every time I eat mm-hmm. beets, and the one time I threw Scary. up after drinking four loco, I thought I had to go to the emergency room. <laughs> and I was like, nope. I just I did. It was in a can, so I couldn't see that it was bright red drink. This was it was like a weird. It looked like ginger ale though. <laughs> It was golden beats, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so there was robots. And as much as they were cute, I felt like, oof, what an uncomfortable glimpse into the future. Mm. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, that's on my list, by the way, of uh, of episodes to get to this year's i want to revisit the singularity yeah i just imagine working at a place that like buys robots instead of giving you a raise (laughs) and then we were the last ones there we close it down all the robots were just like grouped in a corner (laughs) did they really yeah they just park they just get parked in a corner but then that's where that's where the AI becomes self-aware. You put them that close to each other, they start talking to each other. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, everything. Wow. They brought the food. The robots brought the food and the drinks. I paid with my phone on like the the thing had a QR code on the receipt. That was brought to me by a person, but then I just paid through a QR code. But legit, like how much are people sitting there thinking, "Well, I'm not going to tip. I still, you know, I still tip 20%. Where, like, you got to fuck up something. You have to be personally a shitty person to me for me to not tip 20% at least. Same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, honestly, as a server, like, even if you told me to go fuck my own mother, I'd still be like, it looks like they're pretty backed up in the kitchen. It's a stressful job. <laughs> I would still find an excuse. <laughs> Even that, I'd be like, all right, well, let's figure out what 17% is, because that was a little rude that they would say that to me during the appetizer. Like, they said that to me early in the meal. Uh, um, but I wonder if that's, like, affecting people then. Like, well, they didn't do any of the things. Yeah, I mean, I totally get that. I totally get that. that it's the same way of, like... I don't tip as much on takeout as I do if I was sit dining in. When I go to pick up takeout, like I'll throw fifteen percent. Yeah. But when I sit down, when I dine in, I'll usually do minimum twenty, sometimes twenty five or thirty. <clears throat> yeah. But because if you really think about it, like the waiter when you're dining in is doing a lot more work than and now that being said, I do believe in tipping 
the to-go person, you know, the takeout, you should tip them something. But if you really want to put it under a microscope, the the waiter who's taking care of you while you're dining in is doing a lot more work than the person who's just handling your takeout order. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just locked in. Like, listen, twenty is going to be the easiest to remember, and mm-hmm. I yeah, just, it's an easy I, thing to calculate. And it's like I probably gotta, you know, make up for the people that don't mm-hmm. tip or are shitty tippers. And I that's get, why I still can't get over. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, I understand the argument of people thinking, like, "Well, just get rid of it, pay the servers a livable wage." But a lot of them don't want that because they make above and beyond. They put the effort in yeah. and reap the monetary rewards of it. And it's one of the few places that you can still do that. Like I'm going to yeah, go above and beyond with my efforts and hopefully that uh, translates into more cash out of people. Yeah. A good server or a really good bartender at a high-end place, you know, they can make 50 bucks an hour easy. Yeah, so I can see them yeah. not wanting to take $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. Like That's why, that's you get why into I used to blow job. my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back when, uh, when we started this podcast, I was driving Lyft as my primary income, and uh, no shit. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, 80% of the, my customers did not tip. And I don't know if it's still that way. I don't know if it was because it was kind of a newer thing. But it used to blow my fucking mind that I'm driving my car, paying for my own gas, driving you wherever you want to go. And 80% of the people did not tip nothing. Like, n- not even, like, a bad tip. Like, just no tip. I'll f- like, eight times out of ten, I was not expecting a tip. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you idiots? I think like, that's, I like... I couldn't imagine yeah, not tipping it. I think they, like... I want to say that was a new. That's a new service that people did not know how to handle. <clears throat> the, you still can't take ten seconds mm-hmm. to fucking figure it out. You don't have common sense. Oh, this guy's driving me in his car. Yeah, but they for don't. His own they gas. don't know I that you're paying for your gas. They don't know what the rates are. Like that's what I'm saying. It's unfamiliar. True. True. It was an unfamiliar thing. Like I remember too. Like tip. I just paid you thirty dollars, and then you find out that they yeah. get fuck all out of that. And it's like, oh yeah, that what a shit deal yeah but you wouldn't use that same logic at a restaurant hey i just paid 40 dollars for a steak why am i giving you if i had never been to if i had never been to a restaurant before yeah okay i'm saying like it was a new thing i remember somebody i remember what was called sidecar was the first version i heard from and i remember i was like on a date and this girl was trying to explain it to me and i just could not get it it's like they come and pick you up in their car. I'm like, fuck that. That's sketchy as hell. How do I I'm like, trust an app and just a dude with his own Corolla is going to be like, get in. Fuck you. First time I understood uh, rideshare was with Lyft, and that was back when they had the big fuzzy mustaches on the front of the, on the grill of the car. I do you remember those? so bad for... This was probably 2013, 2014. And I understood it as like some sort of charity thing. I was like, I thought it was a anti-drunk driving thing. Like, hey, well, if you're too is. drunk to drive, call Lyft and they'll come pick you up for, I thought it was free. Yeah. I was like, they'll just come pick you up and take you home for free. I didn't understand it was like a, you know, an, an app-based business. Yeah. But yeah, I, I remember first seeing like the fuzzy must the furry mustaches on the cars. It's like, oh, that's that Lyft thing. I think they'll just hook you up if you're too drunk to drive. Yeah, because they. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, and then 
because Uber, I just remember Lyft, like, you got to fist bump them and sit in the front and be a buddy. I'm like, no, <laughs> fuck you. I don't no, want. No, I'm not sitting in the front. If you're giving me a ride for free, I'll be friends with you. But I just want to mm-hmm. not deal with that at all. So mm-hmm. anyway. I remember uh, back in the day, back around, right after Katrina, I was uh, delivering pizza for Papa John's. And gas, in Georgia at least, had just hit. It was like such a story, such a, a, a milestone that gas had just hit $3 a gallon. Never in the history of, of gas and automobiles oh, yeah. has gas been $3 a gallon. And about every fourth or fifth customer that I would deliver to with Papa John's would stiff me just Hey, they just take the pizza and tell me to have a good day and no tip. And uh, my go-to move, I would take a couple of steps away and I would just yell because I was also at the point where I was kind of not needing that gig and I was young and brash and didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But my go-to move, if I got stiffed, I would just take a couple of steps back towards my car and just scream at the top of my lungs, gas is $3 a gallon. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I drive my car to your house because you didn't want to go out and pick it up yourself. We're providing a, a convenience, a service of convenience. You can't fuck it. You can't tip me a buck. I'm paying three dollars a gallon for gas, which was unheard of. You couldn't. You couldn't throw me anything. Yeah, it was, it's amazing how many people don't fucking tip. Oh fuck yeah, that. man. I mean, I we, I delivered pizzas for a good long time, and it was <clears throat> it was funny because we would always share like no tip, no tip from these guys. So they just got. Well, you'll get your pizza when you get your pizza. You already, we already yeah, know you're yeah, not tipping. Exactly. We already know mm-hmm. as drivers you don't tip. Then we'll see you when we see you. <clears throat> almost got almost got fired from Longhorn back in the day. Guy left me a dollar on a ninety dollar check. Ninety dollar check left me one dollar, and uh, I wasn't uh, I wasn't aggressive, but I just I followed him out in the in the parking lot. And I remember he was a, was a dude. And he was with his girl, and uh, I was like, "Hey, man." And he turned around and said, well, what's up? I was like, hey, you left this on the table. And it was a $1. Yeah. And he goes, oh, that's your tip. And I just dropped it at his feet. I said, that's not a tip. That's an insult. You hang on to that. And then he, <laughs> he circled back and, and, and ratted me out to my boss. My boss almost fired me. He's like, look, you can't do that. You sure can. I'm like, you sure can. I was like, what, what the fuck, man? <clears throat> really? I, can't, I didn't fucking punch him. I didn't cuss at him. I was very calm. I was very polite. But I was just like, you, you hang on to that, buddy. A dollar on ninety. Go Dude, fuck yourself. A boss willing to lose a good employee to keep a shitty customer <clears throat> is not a mm-hmm. fucking boss. That is no, not. That same. is not a good manager. Oh, this is an employee that works hard, but oh, let's keep the corporate stuff. This guy might write an email to headquarters. I, I hats off <clears throat> to the true. Yeah. Frontline people, the the servers and bartenders of of that industry, man. I yeah. couldn't do it. As dude. A sa- I couldn't do same it. Same boss who almost fired me a second time because uh, one night I'm waiting on a table and it was a family of four and they had two small children and the dude I just walked by and the man, the husband, backhanded his like th- like toddler. It was like a two or three year old kid back in the face, just smack. Like hard, knocked the kid out of the booth onto the floor. Well, and I, I told my manager, I said, "Hey, did you see that? What the fuck?" And he's like, "Oh, well, 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 that's none of our business." Blah blah blah. Fuck. And that. when that guy was leaving, 
Yeah, when that guy was leaving, I uh, I cut him off at the at the exit. I was like, hey, man, did you enjoy your meal? He goes, yeah. I was like, hey, do me a favor. Next time you want to beat your fucking kid, do it somewhere else. Because if you do it here again, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. <laughs> and then he ratted me out, too. And my boss, again, same conversation. You can't talk to customers that way. Your boss I was like, like a real bitch. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, dude, I told you what happened, and you didn't do shit. So I'm sorry, but I'm the kind of guy that can't fucking turn the cheek, turn why, the other why cheek. Why don't on I that talk shit. to the police about the child abuse that you allowed in yeah. your restaurant? Yeah. How about I? How Boss about didn't I didn't want to get his hands dirty, and you answer corporate for not wanting mm-hmm. to have, not wanting to get in other people's business. Yeah, it's he sure. literally knocked the kid out of the booth onto the floor. You know what? That guy, your boss, probably doing great middle management right now. Yeah, probably, yeah, good probably job. A, a handsomely paid doormat. Duncan, Duncan at the Canton Longhorn back in 2000. What a fucking dork. Anyway. <laughs> wow, got riled hey, on that uh, one. Got riled on it. I'm riled. Hey, I need you to do me, uh, I need you to Google something. I want you to see this shit. All right, what's Changing going gears on? Here. What do do you know about the, uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Bogdanov or Bogdanov. I don't know. You know the Bogdanov twins? Uh, Oh, yeah, they died from COVID. They died from COVID six days apart. Yeah. Google Bogdanov twins before and after. They're. uh, What the fuck uh, is wrong? They've undergone extensive cosmetic surgery, but did not get vaccinated because, uh, uh, because they were taking natural. Treatments. That's the part that I read. What the fuck? They've is been wrong they've been in like them. every kind of look at these freaks kind of thing. Are are those like from my personal history? I I can't think of seeing more fucked up plastic surgery than these idiots. I mean, I'm sorry. It, I shouldn't speak ill of the dead. It's got to it's got to be a. What the fuck were they doing? I think it's at that point. Uh, I think it's they a, look like the uh, mental, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, very much so. They, I mean, that's the most bizarre plastic surgery I've ever seen. I think you get like you know you get that body dysmorphia, and you get kind of removed from what things. Are, I'm, I don't, shit, man. You see people with like a thousand tattoos, and you realize they're not that into tattoos. They just kept getting one dumb one after another dumb one, and thought they could outrun their own bad taste. Hmm. You know, and I I stopped myself because I was on that route. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, well, you know, I've, I've even yeah. made a joke about it. Like, oh, the next one's going to be cool. Like that, I think it could be that way with plastic surgery. Well, I got this fixed, but now this thing looks weird. Do you get like, <clears throat> you know, maybe it's like obsessive compulsive disorder that manifests itself into this body dysmorphia. Have you ever had any interest in plastic surgery? I had my dick. I had my dick done. (laughs) (laughs) I had some dick work done. (laughs) I had it shortened. It reminds me. I had it shortened. I was having back problems. It's been too big. (laughs) Eddie Pepitone. Eddie Pepitone's got a bit where he goes, I've had a lot of work done. I had my gut let out and my hair removed because <laughs> I was too sexy. <laughs> I mean, what? I know this is probably, you know, politically incorrect, but oh like. Oh, boy. Here we go. 
dudes in plastic surgery. I, I get that women, I, you know, and I know that that's probably not right, but I get that women and society and beauty mm-hmm. standards and blah, blah, blah. When I see a dude at least with facial work too much, like, what the fuck, dude? What What is that? Hey, man, you, everybody's... Well, Got stuff about their bodies they want to fix. Why is, I know there, why is there a treadmill in your living room? Health. I, uh, health. <clears throat> you know, longevity. But, like, just I want my lips to look fucking ridiculous. Okay. <clears throat> but they get to the point. It's not. <clears throat> it, it's probably hard to understand if you're not <clears throat> also suffering from <clears throat> that kind of like, oh, if I could just fix this. Oh, now. If, well, I fixed that. Now I'd like to fix this other thing. Mm. You know, I'm not I'm not saying I agree with it, but I could see how that's affects men and women, you know, yeah. thinking you got to adhere to some beauty. I was trying to make some joke about how I'm glad I'm not doing like trying to be in L.A. and go on auditions. I'm like, I don't have to worry about buying hair like oh, I'd have to I'd have to buy <laughs> hair <clears throat> like every famous every famous dude, you know, has fake hair. Everyone. I think every single one. Mm hmm. Has some has had some <clears throat> some hair worked? Yeah, and I don't hate. Like, go for it then. That keeps you in the business that you're in. You know, if I can it's steroids for your looks. So mm, I I don't get it. Uh, yeah, good. No, I mean, you're I, not, I do you're get not it. I get it. up on that kind of thing. I get it. Uh, no, I get what you're saying. I get if you're an actor and it's like, look, I got to, you know, make some alterations so I can keep working. But these two fucking goobers just, oh, hey, make me look like Beauty and the Beast. Make me yeah, look like a fucking just, lion that's man. That's just, you know, mentally ill people that I think eventually get to a point where they're like, maybe, you know, you see women with like the absolute circus tits and fake asses. Like the fact that you can get a fake yeah. butt is pretty funny. The fact that <laughs> robots brought me my food last night and you can get a fake butt. Like this is the future. This is the future. I watched a robot steal somebody's job in front of their face and you can get <laughs> a fake butt. Like what? Again, I always go back to why would you have kids and not train them like Eric Bana <laughs> treats that girl in Hana. Like, just treat, treat your tr- raise your children to be assassins. Otherwise, it's pointless I don't to have know a that child. <clears throat> what, Hana? Hana? I don't know that Oh, movie. yeah. Eric, Eric Bana lives I like in Eric the woods. Bana. Yeah, and he's, got, he's, got a, he's being hunted by people, so that's why he lives in the woods, and he's just been training his daughter to be a like, just a vigilante her, her whole young life. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the only way I could see having a child. It's like, oh well, I'm going to raise you to be a, a mercenary. You will have this. You will know languages and the skills of an assassin. I just want a Jason Bourne kid. What if I raise a kid and be like, I'm going to go into communications? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're food. You are food for the future. You are food. The future is the road, and you are the you will be the people that get eaten. It seems so bleak right now. How long do you think we're going to last as a country? Uh, I mean, do you think we're at the end? Oh, as a country? Or as a society? Just say we're learning Spanish. We're trying to learn Spanish around this household, man. Oh, really? Not not Chinese? 
No. No, no offense that. to the Spanish-speaking population, but are they the ones that are going to take over? I don't see that. Happening. It's not about who's going to take over. It's about where do I want to go. Oh, okay. If you want to do, okay, if you want to, if you, you want to be you. in international real estate, by all, mm-hmm. by all means, learn Mandarin. <clears throat> I just, I was talking to somebody the other day about this. Like, I could either <clears throat> learn a new skill set that transcends language and figure out how to move based on that, or I can retain my skill set, which is stand up, and learn how to do it in a different language. And move. I don't know if it's Man. better. You know, these, these are just just rudimentary thoughts of like, eh, I don't think it's looking looking good. But am I just looking at the stuff that the algorithm feeds me to get paranoid? You know, mm-hmm. I might just be doing that. I'm so. I'm so impressed by anyone that can speak a second language. I can. I know this is a hack premise, but I seriously, I can barely speak my own language and i've been working at it for 44 years i can't imagine just learning another whole language and dialect that's impressive it's i'm trying to yeah i'm trying to see how much spanish i still remember from being a kid but from like from high school like but you just gotta be it's good to be immersed in it you know they say watch. Mm-hmm. They say watch children's shows that are in the language that you want to learn, and then put the closed captions mm-hmm. on because the children's shows are using the basic forms of language, and they're kind of talking slower, so you can mm-hmm. match it up with the closed captions. Okay, I've heard That's that. Smart. I've heard that said as a, a a tip to kind of immerse yourself in it, as opposed to learning one word at a time. But I, yeah, I I mm-hmm. I, I I'd put a thing on on Twitter a few weeks ago, like hey, people with. Like kid, like new kids or babies, what's is the thing that you have hope for about the future? Because they have to have hope. You got a kid. Uh huh. Now you uh-huh. got to have a good. You have to have some sort of redeeming attitude towards what's coming up. Otherwise, uh-huh. how are you going to be? Uh, how are you going to parent a child? Yeah. What do you mean? Learn What'd math, you learn? although you won't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, and I'm thinking about this. Last night, actually, that we don't, you know, who knows what somebody that's 25 years younger than us, what their whole attitude is going to be towards the world once they get to take it over. Hopefully even our generation, which is young compared to like politics, given that like, why the fuck are we letting anybody over the age of 65 be in office? Absolutely. How do you, how are you even part of the populace, the, the, you know. Most people that are it working and living in the world, you're at you're at a mm-hmm. retirement age for a fucking reason mm-hmm. to fuck off because you're too old mm-hmm. to be that. So be a wizened elder from the sideline, whittle something, and and tell me about the olden times, but don't inform policy <laughs> for someone that that's forty weird. years younger than you. We Why shouldn't have abortions. Why? Electricity's scary. Why did we elect? Uh, how old is Biden now? Late seventies? I don't know. Old as fuck. I mean, seriously. What? Why not? Because were there no was viable the, candidates that were forty eight? Uh, there. And this is the thing: it would eliminate Bernie being old as shit. But that yeah. guy still seems like mm-hmm. he had some ideas we all liked. 
It was it's 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 fucked, and, and I nobody nobody's excited. That whole vote blue, no matter who. Good, great. Now we got this fucking dud. Uh huh. But again, I'm now I'm starting to talk about stuff that I'm not. Uh, yeah. Informed enough, but it does this seem conversation weird. for private, not for public consumption. Because I'm not, <laughs> I'm out there reading the 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 stories every day. It just doesn't seem like anybody's real excited about this old dud that's shuffling about. But yeah, it is weird that on a base level that we've elected a person who could die at any minute. And I know that we could all die at any minute, but like statistically. I mean, he's older than the the mm. life expectancy of median an American age, male. As of twenty nineteen, the median age of uh, of the United States is thirty eight years. We're older than the average American. Wow, thirty eight years. That's a, that's average. Thirty eight's the average age. People. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. The av- okay, the av- okay, the average, average age, not the average life expectancy. What is the life no. expectancy? Isn't it like in America for like a male, <laughs> really? like 72, called- 74? Uh, average life expectancy. Early to mid-70s? You to say life expectancy as of 2020. 77.3. Lowest it's been since 2003. Good job. Jeez. 77 but yeah, just, years old. Well, and, and it does seem bizarre that we've elected a guy so old mm. because on a personal level. <laughs> Joe Biden is 79 both, years old. Joe Biden is older. God. This past the life expectancy. That dude's almost fucking 80. We got a goddamn 80-year-old. That's, that's, that's crazy. Around. And I'm not being an ageist, but it is crazy. But it's on not a like level, he's like, displayed... A skill set. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I know this is wrong. I know that I'm wrong thinking this way. But Katie and I were talking about this the other day. We, the fact that we don't have kids and will never have kids, that, that's why I don't give a shit about politics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I, I know this is wrong. And I know this is selfish, but it's the re- it's my reality. I I'm not too concerned about the future of this country beyond beyond thirty forty years from now because there's no way I'm making it that far. I've gone on record as saying I, I feel like I'm going to die at sixty, if that. I'll, I'll well, be lucky to reach I, sixty. I don't know if this I is the kind of thing you really want to be putting in the world, man. <laughs> no, but just what these I mean the vibe, overall. This, these like, are the vibes you want to have right now. No, no, I'm saying wild. I'm wrong. I know this is wrong, and, and, and I shouldn't feel this way and think this way and operate this way, but, like, I don't have kids, you know? As long as, on, on a selfish mode, like, as long as I can get to the finish line comfortably, oh, what the fuck do I care? And I know that's wrong. I know that's wrong. But, like... Well, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to... But yet we're going to trust a 79-year-old to, to lead us and make the, the best decisions when he knows in the back of his mind I that he's, he's living on borrowed time. Yeah, well, imagine if they had the same attitude. I'm just going to make 
choices that serve the people closest to me and not the nation as a whole. Hmm. Just think any politician. I think I was like with the, the newly elected mayor in New York just appointed his younger brother as like the police commissioner who has no experience in it at all. Like, ah, I'm going to get my hook up my brother. Okay, that's great. That's great really? for that's I didn't great even know for the city. That. Yeah, it's somebody just really like, yeah, this it's pretty fishy there, buddy. It doesn't, it doesn't look too good. Mm-hmm. What if, I mean, let, let, listen, we're wading into politics. We know it's not our strong suit. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, listen. But wouldn't it be interesting? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be interesting if a if a thirty eight year old got elected president? Well, I'd I love. Think I'd like to see what that looks 40. like. Is it forty? Minimum age president. It's thirty. Uh, Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah, okay. that's what I thought. Kennedy mm-hmm. was Kennedy the youngest president. Right, you got me Googling a lot of stuff here. I think Let's so. see. Youngest president. All right. <laughs> this is why the big podcasts have a person for this stuff. <laughs> and I'm sitting in front of a computer, but I'm like, you do it. Teddy Roosevelt, 42. 42, that's right. Well, he, because Man, that, he, that crazy he, that, he became it by assassination. Uh-huh. Youngest president yeah, by election yeah. was uh, John F. Kennedy, who was inaugurated at 43. That's a while. Okay. I can't imagine being a. I'm barely in Do charge you know of that- shit around here. I'm arguing with medical billers. Now, oh, I'm the president at 43. Yikes! Did-, <laughs> Did you know that Teddy Roosevelt was giving a speech, and I think he was president at this point. He was giving a speech somewhere in public. Got shot in the chest, and was like, "I, I'm good. I'll finish the speech. I'll go to the hospital later." Yeah, he got shot and finished his fucking obligation. Yeah, man, people got shit done. That guy back was a maniac. People did stuff back in the day. Bill Clinton, forty six. Forty six. Okay. Well, man, JFK got elected at forty three. Man, do I feel like a fucking loser? Well, you don't have to feel like a loser just because somebody else was president at forty three. I mean, a lot of people. Did other things too that you can compare yourself to? I've accomplished and, and almost feel nothing like a loser. <laughs> I don't even own a home. I have no children. I don't own a home. I don't own property. The fuck have I done with my I, life? I feel like that's a win. <laughs> I feel like oh yeah, I'm not all the things that my friends complain about. I'm not burdened. Yeah, with. cool. No, seems Katie cool, and I man. were talking about that the other day about like how refreshing it is to know that like like we don't have to save for anyone's college we don't have to we all we got to do is take care of each other and i like that i like the least amount of responsibility (laughs) you don't want to worry about nothing Well, <laughs> speaking about minimum response, that's, you can design your life however uh-huh. you want to. Just as, yeah. long, as, hey, as long as it's not making it worse for other people. That's my thing. If, if whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing isn't... Yeah. St- which, is, which is also like, all right, you hear enough stories about how shitty it is to work at Amazon. Well, if you stop buying stuff from there, but then those people don't have a job. It's the same thing of like, stop buying shit made in China. It's fucked up slave labor stuff, mm-hmm. but then... 
I don't think they're going to run out of stuff to make. If I try to look at labels and try not to buy shit that's made in China, I don't think someone there is going to starve past the point that their uh, employer is already allowing them to. Mm-hmm. I don't think me not buying a pair of sweatpants is going to, you know, take lunch away from a guy living in squalor, working mm-hmm. in a factory, huffing sweatpant exhaust. Which is a different term entirely. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know, man. We got no answers on this one, folks. No. No. Dude, uh, change of gears. I had a fucking porch pirate the other day. Oh, I saw that. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. And you know what fucking pisses me off worse than anything? Is I was sitting three feet away the whole time. Didn't know. Oh! What'd he get? <sighs> Fucking, I bought some grits, some mail order grits. This motherfucker took my grits. Ah, if I'd have done. Ooh. He done. Not that it. I'm, I'm more mature. I'm not out looking for trouble, but God damn it. If I'd have seen this fucking doofus walk up and steal my shit, there would have been an incident. He done got your grits. An incident. Motherfucker took my grits right from under my nose. What am I doing? Fuck these porch pirates. Fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, thieves, man. You don't even know what no you're mercy. stealing. You don't even, that's the thing. Like, I get it if, like, oh, I, this guy's got a thing and I love that thing and I'll never have mm. it, so I'm gonna take it. You don't even know what you're fucking stealing, you piece of shit. It's probably with a, oh. it's probably a, that's probably the fun of it. And I like to think that I'm mature and and, and violence is never the answer. But goddamn, if I had witnessed that shit, if I'd have been looking through my peephole and I'd seen that, there'd have been a problem. There'd, there'd, there'd have been, have been a problem. I'd, I'd have sore. I'd have <clears throat> I'd have sore knuckles right now. God damn it! Yeah, I was kind of laughing at how uh, at least that guy doesn't look like every single dude in Long Beach. Yeah, exactly. Just a fucking chubby bald dude in a fucking <laughs> fake leather jacket. This fucking dork. Oh, let me find this motherfucker. Let me run into this fucking guy. What the fuck? Well, the fucking criminal mindset, man. Go fuck you. Like, ugh. I would hate to think that that's who I was. Yeah, I fucking steal and I prey on people. Yeah, there's some shitty folks out there, man. God damn it. I was right there. I was three feet away. I was sitting on the couch when it happened. Well. Fuck. Sorry for your grits loss. Let's hope that the grits (laughs) loss does not (laughs) affect the dogs playing. What are they grits for today? Were they game day grits? No, they were just, they were my everyday grits. Oh, they were your everyday grits. <laughs> they were my utility grits. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> God, that fucking pisses me off. Yeah, that's the, that's just, <sighs> a, that's, a, that's a little bitch move for sure. Ah, you little fucking piece of shit. Bitch move, dog. Petty criminals. Bitch move. Go. All right, Playboy, I'm going to let you get to this game. I had a topic. I had a topic prepared, but we got, we got long-winded. 
That's all right. I was going to tell you about haunted places in Georgia, but we'll get to that. We'll talk about it next week. We're back on now. 2022. Back on. No hope for the future. That's it. Boogie Monster Doomsday (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) What you? uh, What do you got? Shows wise, what do you? What do you? What do we got? What do we get? What do we got? Let's say. Oh shit! This Wednesday, I added a show in Fort Collins. Wednesday night, tomorrow night. It'll be tomorrow night. Added a show in Fort Collins. Two of them on Thursday are sold out. Boulder sold out Friday, and then Heavy Metal Cruise, baby. Heavy Metal Cruise time coming up. That'll be next week, though. I do wish I was going to that. That it it, it sounds fun. I'm I'm I I, I'm not going to say I'm a fan because I haven't listened to them in years. But there's two bands on there that I would definitely be uh, watching their show: Seven Dust and Lamb of God. That that sounds fun. Seven Dust. What was their hit? Oh, they never had any hits, but. they, they shit. They're still going. I used to see Seven Dust uh, mm-hmm. back when they were called Crawl Space back in ninety five, ninety six in Atlanta at the Somber Reptile. I would go see Crawl Space. The somber and, Reptile. Uh, the Somber Reptile was the only like metal punk club that would let underage kids in, oh. and I would go see uh, Crawl Space all the time. Big fan. <laughs> Seven Dust, and I was—I I knew some of those guys. Their uh, one of the, their bass player at the time, or was it their bass? Their guitar player was the brother of the bass player of uh, Stuck Mojo, who I tour managed. So there was a connection there. But yeah, I would like to see them, see what they're up to. Well, I'll check in. I'll check in with them for you. Do that, man. Check out Lamb of God. Uh, those guys are. Uh, I, I was into their first couple albums. I don't know what they've been up to lately, but yeah, that sounds yeah, I don't fun. Know. I just, I've heard uh, their stuff. So we haven't done uh, comic of the week in a while, and I and I got a good one here. I got a good one. A mutual friend, uh, a buddy of both of ours, who uh, I think is one of the best comics on the planet. I don't know who's funnier than Sean Patton. Who's funnier than Sean Patton? Find find them. I don't think we, I, I want to give whoever. Yeah. Whoever that person is, I want to give him a, a, a pat on the back because uh, Sean Patton's one of my favorite goddamn comics, and he's a buddy of both ours. Got a new album called King Scorpio. So, uh, yeah, if you need some new Sean Patton, there you go. King Scorpio dropped uh, a couple weeks ago, Christmas Eve. It's available now on any streaming platform. Yeah, check out Sean Patton, King Scorpio, Comic Shawnee of the Week. Johnny P, baby. I love Sean. What, what a, I'm glad there are people like Sean on this planet. God damn. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. God damn. Sean's like seriously, like I I know we talk. And it's a also bunch it's, of shit, it's a very like, much an in the room like, show too. Like you uh, go see him live. Mhm. Ooh man, go see him but, live. But I'm serious, like like top shelf. You're you're not going to find many people better at stand-up comedy than Sean Patton. So if you're looking for something new to get into, check out Sean Patton, King Scorpio. I haven't listened to it myself, but I don't need to. I know it's fucking great. Sean's the man. He already so knows it's good. It soon. I was there for I it. I already know it's good. It was recorded here. Was <laughs> oh, you were there to recording? Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, it says here, Helium Comedy Records. So uh, I didn't mm-hmm. know Helium had a, a little record label. Good job. Hell yeah. All um, right, buddy. Anything else going on? You been watching anything on television? I ain't doing shit, man. I'm watching 90 Day Fiance. 
I'm not doing shit, dude. 90 Day Fiance. I've been out, man. We went on a hike. I was trying to do, we did some daytime stuff. We got, we got robot Burmese food. <laughs> and I'm just getting ready to go back, get back out there and do shows, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm on Good the job. move now. Back out working. What's, what's the next show? You may have just said that. But I I'm did drunk. just say it, and it's uh, at Fort, uh-huh. Fort Collins tomorrow night. Fort Collins. Okay, at the Comedy Fort? Comedy Fort, Fort Collins, yes, sir. David Rodriguez, right on. I need, I've been meaning to holler at him. I need to get a date there. Oh, yeah, old D-Rods. It's a good, it's a great club. Right on, I almost said good club. Let me backtrack. Great club. Old Sammy T lives down the street. He's opening Wednesday. I'm not sure who's there Thursday. And uh, well, Andrew Orvidal is going to open for me uh, Friday in Boulder. So, Andrew Orvidal. It'd be good Dude. to see him. Un- underrated comedic actor. I is I, oh. I feel weird saying this because I loved your performance in Those Who Can't, there, but I think uh, he Andrew, was, Andrew stole the show. Absolutely. What a character. I, everybody was I awesome on character. it. And how they all, like, picked out like they all the Grolics dudes already are have their own distinct personalities and then just mm-hmm. amplified them more within the show yeah yeah i love i love the goofy idiot andrew played the goofy idiot so well oh like his he character did. was oh, just so sure out to lunch <laughs> right on well good buddy we'll have fun with that and uh yeah man i'm uh go dogs go dogs for man. me and all I'm the all the listeners Go dogs! Mm-hmm. That is what Go we are dogs, saying. Man. It's our time. We're it's rooting. Our time. We're fuck, rooting. Fuck Bama. We're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Fuck Bama. It, fuck. Fuck Bama. Bama. <laughs> Unless they start winning, in which case, roll tide. Uh, then, yeah, sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, that's just how. That. That's how I party. You know. <laughs> that's how you do it. Listen, I I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be enjoying a champion. I enjoy a championship every year for every game, Dave. Uh huh. That's how my well, fandom works. Who well, won? What? You about Good to be for a big, them. You, be, you about to be a big Bulldog fan, Kyle, because we got this. We got this tonight. Positive vibes. We got it. Positive vibes. I'm throwing positive vibes right now. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you next week. All right. Stay cute. All right. Be good. <laughs> the Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster.